This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Saturday the 12th of November. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Amy Gill. Celebrations in Herzon as the city is recaptured. And the Democrats win the Arizona Senate race. Now we have more work to do. Families are struggling and often can't afford gas or prescription medication. The Times of London. We start with the sounds of celebrations and Herzon is Ukraine as soldiers are welcomed into the southern city after Russia said it had fully withdrawn. Troops were met with chants of glory to the armed forces, taking selfies with the cheering crowd. Herzon was the only regional capital taken by Moscow since the start of its invasion in February, and Russia's retreat is being seen as one of the biggest setbacks of the war so far. Ukraine's Defence Intelligence Agency said Herzon was being restored to Ukrainian control and ordered any remaining Russian troops to surrender to Kyiv's forces entering the city. Local people had placed Ukrainian flags in the square as news of the end of more than eight months of occupation filtered out. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky marked the event with a televised address on Friday night. Today is a historic day. We are getting the south of the country back. We are getting Kherson back. Khersonians waited. They never repudiated Ukraine. They were right to pin their hopes on Ukraine. President Zelensky said measures to make Herzon safe, in particular removing what he called a large number of landmines, would start as soon as possible. Maria Avdiva, a disinformation and security expert currently in Kyiv, says Russian forces have left the mines in their wake and this could point to an ulterior motive. There might be some tactics of deception uh, beneath and uh, something might be done by the Russian troops because we know that from the beginning of the invasion, they were uh, very often creating some kind of provocation to accuse Ukraine. And also they were fighting and uh, attacking civilian targets massively uh, in the last month. Russia said it had withdrawn 30,000 troops across the Dnipro River without losing a single soldier. But Ukrainians painted a picture of a chaotic retreat, with Russian troops ditching their uniforms, dropping weapons and drowning while trying to flee. The Democrats are one step closer to keeping control of the Senate in the US midterms. With 85% of the vote counted in the Arizona Senate race, incumbent Democratic Senator Mark Kelly is projected to win. Now, we have more work to do. Families are struggling and often can't afford gas or prescription medication. Kelly beat Trump-supporting Blake Masters, who has continued the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen. Donald Trump was narrowly defeated in Arizona in 2020, which made this year's race a key one. Votes are still being counted for other races in the state, including the race for governor, with counters working around the clock to tally thousands of ballots. Republican candidate for governor Kari Lake lashed out at officials in Arizona's most populous county, Maricopa County. She accused them of being incompetent and deliberately delaying vote counting. Bill Gates is the chairman of the Board of Supervisors in Maricopa. In a press conference, he reassured that election officials were doing everything they could. 
For people who have any concerns about what's going on here today, we have people every day throughout this process, Republicans and Democrats, who are participating in it, whether they're actually observers that have been appointed by the county chairs or if they are folks who are serving as our poll workers or they're involved in one of the bipartisan boards. boards. We have Republicans and Democrats working together. Barriers were set up in case of protesters, but Mr Gates said that there were no issues and the counting had gone smoothly. With Arizona called, there are only two Senate races left, Nevada and Georgia. Todd Bushall is a former White House Director of Economic Policy. He spoke to Times Radio about the potential outcome of the midterms. It appears at the moment the Republicans have a better than even chance of taking the House Uh, but a lower than 50% chance of taking the Senate. And that then brings up the question of why have the Republicans failed at a moment that should have been the golden opportunity to take back the reins of government. Georgia is already heading for a runoff on December 6th, and with an estimated 94% of the votes in, Nevada is, at the time of recording, too close to call. You're listening to The World in 10. All the top stories from around the world in 10 minutes. On the way, 800 passengers on a cruise ship tested positive for COVID-19 and fans paid tribute to the late rapper Takeoff. The Times of London. Staying with the United States and an apology from the President Joe Biden over the US withdrawing from the Paris Climate Agreement. He says Washington is recommitted and putting its money where its mouth is. The president has been speaking at the COP27 summit in Egypt, where he's promised to meet targets. We're proving that good climate policy is good economic policy. It's a strong foundation for durable, resilient, inclusive economic growth. It's driving progress in the private sector. It's driving progress around the world. And the sum total of the actions my administration is taking puts the United States on track to achieve our Paris Agreement goal of reducing emissions 50 to 52 percent below 25 levels by 2005 levels by 2030. He added the war in Ukraine made it more urgent than ever to double down on climate commitments, calling on every country to align with targets to limit global warming by 1.5 degrees Celsius. The president's also backed the Global Shield initiative to support poorer and vulnerable nations impacted by climate change. He said it was good policy. The climate crisis is about human security, economic security, environmental security, national security, and the very life of the planet. Australia's Home Affairs Minister has assured the public that the country's COVID-19 protocols are sufficient after at least 800 passengers on a cruise ship tested positive for the virus. The ship, Carnival Australia's Majestic Princess, is currently docked in Sydney, the capital of the most populous Australian state, New South Wales. State authorities there have placed an outbreak risk at Tier 3, which indicates a high level of transmission. COVID-positive passengers are isolated on board and being cared for by medical staff. The Times of London. Sport. Now with the latest on the Formula One Brazilian Grand Prix, here's John Jackson. Kevin Magnussen will start on pole position for the sprint race of the Formula One Sao Paulo Grand Prix today. 
The Haas driver benefited from a rain-affected qualifying on Friday in Brazil to take his first ever P1 start in his 100th race for the American team. The Dane was the first out of the pit lane in the final qualifying shootout, benefiting from the best conditions before George Russell spun off in his Mercedes and brought a halt to the session. Rain then meant nobody else could go quicker than Magnussen's time set on slick tyres. Has team boss Gunter Steiner, a cult hero thanks to the Formula One documentary Drive to Survive, said of the achievement, When it rains soup, you need to have a spoon ready, and we had the spoon ready today. The sprint race is a relatively new concept for Formula One and will take place over 24 laps or 60 minutes, with points awarded to the top eight drivers. The main race will take place on Sunday, as usual. The Times of London Entertainment Thousands of fans have turned out in the rain to pay tribute to the Migos rapper Takeoff at a memorial service in his home city of Atlanta. The rapper Drake broke down in tears as he spoke at the celebration of life ceremony, while Justin Bieber also performed at the star-studded event. Takeoff was killed in a shooting at a bowling alley in Texas earlier this month, and police have yet to make an arrest. And finally, in a similar vein to facial and thumbprint recognitions for humans, there is now a way to identify dogs by their noses. Like human thumbprints, every dog's nose is different, and a South Korean company is developing an app where owners can scan their dog's noses and enter their details into a database. The technology used in the app Annie Puppy is said to be 99.9% accurate and will help people who find lost dogs reconnect them with their owners. The project is aimed to be completed by 2024 for use in South Korea, with the hopes it could be used for other animals such as cats and deer. And that's The World in 10 for Saturday the 12th of November. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.